Hello, I'm Janine Erasmus, and welcome to another edition of our special weekly wrap podcast brought to you by Farmers Weekly. In this series, we've been focusing on the coronavirus disease, the COVID-19 pandemic, and the impact that it has had on agriculture and the whole food and farming value chain, speaking to various industry leaders about how they've experienced business and trading during the South African lockdown period. And today, we're also going to take a look at the second free online edition that Farmers Weekly is publishing for its readers. During this lockdown period, we haven't been able to go to the printers, but we're all very excited. We've started work on the 15 May edition, which will go to print early next week. So now, as we all look forward to our hard lockdown in South Africa being slightly eased to level four from the 1st of May, readers of Farmers Weekly's flagship title, The Weekly Magazine, can now go online to read the 8 May issue, which features articles on the financial assistance available to farmers affected by COVID-19. Unfortunately, there's at the moment still very little support aimed directly at farmers, but we do take a look at all of the options that are available. The digital issue also has an article on macadamia production with advice to help farmers achieve better crack out. And there's also an article explaining in detail how livestock farmers can rebuild their herds and felt, as well as recover financially after a drought. As many of our readers and listeners will know, large parts of South Africa have still been struggling with two and in many cases three years of ongoing drought that has had a massive impact on livestock numbers in these areas, especially parts of the Northern Cape and still some parts of the Free State and Southern Cape. Then maybe just lastly, the 8 May issue also includes a review of the latest Panar soya bean varieties available for planting this season. And a farmer from the Eastern Cape shares his experience of farming with Sussex cattle in a mountainous Sauerfeld part of the country. And then for this week's special COVID-19 interview, we've got our journalist Sabrina Dean based in Bloemfontein, and she spoke to Agriman Jana about the role that smaller farmers in South Africa play in food security, but also about how these smallholder farmers, especially in the livestock sector, has experienced the coronavirus disease outbreak and also the impact that the lockdown has had on trade within the farming sector. Over to you, Serena. Denise, thank you so much again for your time. It's always so lovely to get insight into the world of agriculture during these discussions. So we are actually allowed to start printing our magazine again. Really looking forward to being able to actually go into a store and physically pick up that Farmers Weekly again. How is this possible, Denise? Sabrina, yes, I think everyone who has seen the Level 4 regulations has now been published by government. I mean, there's still so much uncertainty. People very disappointed that they were promised that they will be able to buy cigarettes. Now know that smoking is still off the menu, as is buying any alcohol in the country. And, you know, specifically in terms of media, the regulations still seem to point specifically only to newspapers. However, in the interim, Farmers Weekly and its parent company, Caxton Magazines, has been working on having Farmers Weekly and other titles in this table declared as essential services. 
as some other magazines have been declared during this time, just because of the crucial information, we are communicating very crucial information around COVID-19 and the lockdown. And especially on a topic that's been front of mind for all citizens in the country, and that is around food security and, you know, the food availability. How's it looking at the moment? Are there any disruptions in trade? And also into the future, you know, those products that we do need to import, if there is any danger that we are going to see shortages of products like rice and wheat. So, yes, it is for this reason that having now been included as an essential service, we will be able to get back to printing even under the level four lockdown. When, when will it be available on shelves? The 8th of May, that Friday, we should be able to pick up the, the 15 May editions? Now, distribution will start on Friday the 8th of May and some of the rural areas distribution takes a bit longer, probably from around no later than Monday the 11th. It should be on shelf and very much looking forward to getting a whiff of that new magazine smell again. Okay, wonderful. And, I, and it really is essential to me. If I look at some of the stories uh, myself and the rest of the team has been working on over the last few weeks, I mean, these are stories that are valuable not only to farmers out there producing food, but also to our consumers. A lot of people are worried about what's happening. We serve that journalistic gatekeeper role as well. If there are issues, if there are problems being experienced, we need to be able to still get that news out there so that it can be rectified. And then also educating, informing, reassuring in certain cases. I think, you know, it's just in exactly the same way that the farming sector and the agriculture value chain is an essential service. I think any communication around that is equally essential because we saw at the beginning of the lockdown period how quickly people can start panicking about, you know, this very basic human necessity, food. And, you know, as we go through the next few months, moving through the the different lockdown levels and across the globe, there's still going to be disruptions. And I've already had so many people contacting me about fake news being spread on their WhatsApp groups, about certain foodstuffs being sold out or not available or that South Africa is not going to reimport this or that. And, you know, I think the panic that arises in people when they start fearing for some other food shortage can lead to massive civil disruptions and disruptions within society. So, yes, absolutely, getting the message, you know, the trusted, true message that we offer in terms of food security and food supply in the country out to the public is incredibly important in this time. Trusted news, I think that is very, very, very crucial across the world and particularly here in a country like South Africa. Thank you so much for that, Janine. And yes, as you said, we are speaking to Agri Mahanjana, Group Managing Director of the National Emergent Red Meat Producers Organization in South Africa, NARPU. Hello, Agri. How are you? Good morning, uh, Sabrina. Good morning to your readers. To our readers and at the moment to our listeners as well, as all of us are busy trying to adapt to what is affecting the whole world, not just South Africa. But here in South Africa, we're also trying to cope with things like lockdown. We are trying to ensure that our essential services, of which farming is one of them, manage to continue and that our people don't go hungry. Agri, how have you been personally experiencing lockdown so far? 
Well, because I am this time myself at the farm personally, it's a very challenging moment, very challenging moment because you can't get everything that you want. As farmers, sometimes you want to go to an engineering to fix something in the machinery, and you can't. And sometimes you need something to patch a tire. All the garages are closed. You can't. So it's really a challenge, but we are coping. We are coping, but it's a, it's a very big challenge. Okay, let's quickly talk to NARPO and its membership. You know, if we look at statistics, the collective numbers of cattle among our emerging red meat producers must not be underestimated. I mean, if, if I'm not mistaken, emerging or smallholder farmers account for, is it 40 or 60 percent? 40, 40 percent. 40 percent of that, the that's national what, uh, cattle the, herd? The estimates say, yeah, the cattle herd. So, I mean, this is a lot of people who are affected and a lot of people that you're representing. How is lockdown then affecting these farmers at ground level, you know, both in terms of being able to continue to earn a living and in terms of being able to then, you know, get hold of the things they need, maybe like the medicine or the, like the tire you, you mentioned or, or that kind of thing? Sabina, farmers on the ground are heavily affected by this, especially the livestock farmers. You must understand that the livestock farmers in South Africa, we were just coming out of the foot and mouth disease, which at that time we couldn't sell any animals, we couldn't do anything. So immediately when the minister was lifting the issue of auction, the lockdown came in. Now must understand these farmers rely on public auction. During this lockdown system, it's only people who can sell their animals electronically via the electronic uh, type of auctionary. If you feel that you want to go to a normal traditional auction where there are a lot of people gathered, you can't find it. It's very difficult to the smallholder farmers to market when they need to market their stock at this point in time. Also, to go and get the normal service, you must understand these people rely mainly on the extension officers, the veterinary services. It's also them. It's very difficult. Sometimes you go to offices, the offices are closed, and you have got to phone people. You don't have the telephone numbers of the officers. So the situation is really very, very hurting. And you have got to pay the employees. Some have got about two farm workers, three, four, five, depending on the size. Now that you cannot be able to sell, it's very difficult for you to get money to pay your farm workers. Mm, and your other overhead expenses and your ESCOM. And, and you... other overhead expenses, yeah, 100% correct. Okay, I'm going to take us quickly back to the what you were mentioning about the online marketing. And I'm thinking about, you know, the fact that you and I are able to speak now. We're quite lucky because I happen to catch you in town. You have cell phone reception. We can speak. But as you are on lockdown on your farm out in the Eastern Cape, so too is the reality for so many of our smaller farmers. It's not as easy as just 
logging onto the internet and selling and purchasing cattle. It's not just as easy as, for example, <laughs> filling in an application form online. Uh, you can't even phone somebody sometimes. You have to drive into town just to make a phone call. Tell me about that reality experienced by our emerging and smallholder farmers. The emerging farmers, they are experiencing serious challenges. For example, the minister have tried to support the smallholder farmers and communal farmers with some sort of funding support for animal feed and also the veterinary services. But unfortunately, because of what we are doing about this online marketing, this online buying, this online sending information and so on, these people, they are far in the bundus, including myself, for example. In my farm, I don't have any proper network, even network to have a call. I was lucky now that I went to the cooperative to buy some few animal feed for my animals. But uh, the rest of the farmers, they are really struggling when it comes to technology. It means uh, after this, technology is one of the things that the government have got to really work on seriously, specifically to the emerging farmers, so that whenever there are problems of this nature, farmers must be able to maintain the communication with the whole world. As we mentioned, you know, the department has put out the COVID-19 smallholder farmer disaster relief fund. But Deadline for that is today, and you as NAFCO did put out a statement to the department asking them, please, we need more time. There's, there's too many people who haven't yet been able to put in applications for this. What would be the implications if these people have not been able to get assistance in time? That will be terrible. So you must understand, now we are end of April. In some areas of South Africa, the winter has already started or the grass has already started to lose the nutrients. And it is the right time that the minister has declared or has given us this window period too. But because of the challenges I'm talking about of communication, that is why we have requested the minister to extend this period, maybe up to the end of the month or even beyond, depending what the president is going to say, we will glue on our televisions on Thursday to find out if the president is still extending this lockdown. There will still a lot of farmers who will really miss this opportunity that the minister was trying to give us because they won't be able. It's very difficult to submit documents, to have a photocopy because they have got to go to town. Photocopy shops are closed to send your documents, everything that used to support people on public are closed, even some offices. So it's a really nightmare to the farmers. They are even losing what they are supposed to be receiving that are given by the government because of the same lockdown. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to us. And please, we also wish you and all of our farmers out there to take care, be safe, and a good luck with overcoming and adapting to these challenges. Thank you very much, Suzanne. We will, of course, then be speaking next week again um, to give our audience out there an update on what exactly we have been looking into. Janine, would you like to just end off for today with any message to our audience out there? So as we said, have our regular weekly wrap podcast available again next week going into detail about the features in the 15 may edition of farmers weekly 
We are still updating the website daily with new news about how COVID-19 and related trade restrictions are affecting the food value chain. So readers can go to the website for those daily updates. And then also remember to follow us on social media. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and LinkedIn at Farmers Weekly SA. And in the meantime, yes, everybody, just, you know, be safe. Stick to the regulations as announced by government. And good luck to everyone as we sort of slowly, slowly start recovering from this grinding halt to the economy. And as always, happy farming.